Here comes Queensland. What? And no. they won't be stopping this float, not from no, here. No, It's Justin here for Bluey's Brisbane and the whole state of Queensland is in footy fever mode because tonight Queensland take on New South Wales in Game 2 of the annual State of Origin Rugby League series. Now this is a huge event on the calendar and the game's being played at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane which is the location for the episode The Decider. Now to celebrate the annual feast of footy that is State of Origin I sat down with Bluey's sound designer Dan Brum You'd also know him as the voice of Uncle Stripe to talk all about State of Origin, Rugby League, footy in Queensland and how he pulled together the sound design for the episode The Decider. Oh yeah, come on Maroons! Wait, what colour is our team again? Maroon! Maroon? Yeah, it's like purple. G'day Dan, how are you mate? Yeah, good mate, good to be here. Well just take us through a little bit of State of Origin fever. Like I guess for our overseas listeners, they'd watch The Decider episode. And they kind of get, you know, it's a sporting match, it's a game of football. But what is it about State of Origin? And for those who don't know, it's rugby league. Um, Queensland and New South Wales is really rugby league heartland in Australia. Yep. What is it about State of Origin that makes this game so special? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Like, I think it's the history of the game, right? Like, New South Wales were always the kind of, had the most amount of players, most amount of teams. And Queensland was a more lesser competition and so I think when they eventually start when they initially started the state of origin thing the Queenslanders probably had a bit of a chip off their shoulder and were sort of seen as the underdogs and that just built into this kind of this myth of Queensland being the underdogs against these fierce matches and you know through the 80s it just grew into this fierce competition between the two and this fierce rivalry and I mean it for me as a you know I'm sort of 42 this year I've grown up watching origin with my mum and my dad and my brothers sort of growing up and it's like it's the most nostalgic thing for me watching these three games a year because mm. it's just you know like I love the the standard season of football but I could take it or leave it if I couldn't watch origin like origin is kind of like the biggest deal yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like you go a little bit feral and a little bit crazy for a few weeks every year come on the huh? Blues we're gonna flog you Mum. Well, I remember when my kids came along, it was for a little bit there, it was hard to watch games of anything, but I'd always make time for the state of origin, get the kids to bed early and get yeah. the footy on. It's such a big game for Queenslanders especially. Yeah, and it, like it's it's just, it's it's like cultural myths. Like the last, the, that's sort of 10 years where Queensland were dominating. Like I was lucky to be in my 20s and 30s for that, watching it with mates and like I'll remember that because it was this real passionate historic time and in, in pr- you're proud to be a Queenslander and you always are but it was like suddenly we're dominating this thing and these underdogs that are beating these better teams and oh yeah it's awesome I love it. And such a great atmosphere if you you know go along to a live game. I remember going to games in the 90s before they redeveloped Suncorp oh, Stadium wow. where the decider is, is, is set and it was just such a wild atmosphere yeah. in the you know the late 80s and the early 90s and yep. you know all those classic teams uh, led by Wally Lewis and oh, it was just such unreal. a wild time um, yeah. for me looking back at my childhood and my teenage years you know going to state of origins was such a a big thing i went to this one game with my mates and this might set the scene for state of origin the kind of intensity 
It's like when you watch a sporting match, you want to see a good competition that's like a back and forth. Yeah. And we went to this decider and it was after the 10-year drought. New South Wales had won game one and they were saying, ah, Queensland are done, we've beaten them. And so we went to game three and Queensland flogged them 56-6, which for people that don't understand, that's, there's only four points in a try. So that's a lot of tries and that's a comprehensive victory in a game, that tough. And you would have thought in the audience where I was, in the crowd, that it would get a bit boring. But it was like every single try, you were cheering just as loud and just as passionately because yeah. it was like it's, it was so satisfying to see us just completely thrashing these guys. Yeah. Um, and that's just – that's origin. It's like – you're just not your usual self when you're watching Origin. It's like it's it just fires you up so much. You're going up too bad to dance. This is my favourite thing. Yeah! 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 What do you think about that, Janelle? When you make a podcast about, um, you know, Brisbane stuff that's seen in Bluey, I get a lot of questions, you know, what do you want to see in Bluey or what landmarks in Brisbane do you want to see? And I'd always say Suncorp Stadium because yeah. I think Suncorp Stadium or Lang Park, as it was formerly known, and I know Bluey strives to be more than just a Brisbane show. I know Joe has said, I want it to be a Queensland show, I want it to be an Australian yeah. show, but Suncorp kind of really sums up that Queensland spirit. And, you know, in my head I, I kind of pictured the healers walking through Paddington <laughs> and walking past the statue of King Wally Lewis, who's yeah. our probably our most famous state of origin player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, never in my wildest dreams could I have imagined a, a state of origin episode of Bluey. When did you kind of first hear about this ep, um, about the state of origin? I would have got it at script stage because um, I record some of the characters and I was pretty excited when I saw there's a state of origin app. Yeah. And the scripts are always great. You, you can read a Bluey script and go, oh, this is going to be a good episode. But it kind of wasn't until visually it had been animated. That's when it lands on my desk. I get it on my studio. I get it with just the voices cut in and the animation done. And there's no other sort of sound or music on it at that point. But it gets to that stage and it's state of origin. And you're like, oh, this is exciting. I've got to, I've got to really, really work hard on this episode to kind of capture what state of origin means to Queenslanders and New South Wales people. So, yeah, I was pretty pumped to work on this one. Darren Lockout, he kicks. Slater's picked it up. Was he onside? Slater, down the ground. He kicks again. He'll get there. He's over. Billy Slater, he has scored. One of the great origin But, you know, it's like you've, you've, got to, you've got to make it sound like they're watching a game of state of origin, yeah. which was um, – it took a bit of research – had the hard task of listening to a bunch of, oh, I'm watching a bunch of old YouTube State of Origin <laughs> games, which I love to do. Um, and so it was all about kind of building that sound atmosphere as if they're actually watching a game. So you want to make them feel like they're actually watching a game of Origin. Um, and so there's lots of sort of layers to that. And probably one of the first ones, I think, was just the crowd atmosphere. And, um, you know, in my sound effects libraries, I've got crowd atmospheres of different sports stadiums around yeah. the world, which are used for things. But if you listen to a game of Origin, it's like it's not really cheering like at a normal football game. It's it's like violent yelling. Mm-hmm. It's just constant, like it never lets up. And it's it's kind of more leaning towards a battle cry than it is just cheering for something. Mm-hmm. So you really had to layer and layer to, so that it didn't just sound like pl- applause and cheering. It sounded kind of wild. And I think from memory I might have even layered in kind of 
a gladiatorial combat crowd sound of that battle cry kind of thing until you just get this whitewash of just a roar of noise in the background. Mm. Um, and then you've got to embellish it with things like, you know, the contact of the players, which is big in origin. It's like they're big hits. These mm. are big dudes. And so, you know, using like martial arts, combat sounds kind of things yeah, yeah. laid in. And Bucko is hit hard. I can't see Mark. Was it a difficult thing to sort of capture the two worlds? Because you've got the world of there they are on the back deck mm. and the, the backyard and then you've got the world of the footy game. Was it difficult to kind of go between the two? Yeah, I mean, that takes it, – it does take a bit of a uh, sort of sound design treatment of sort of EQing and having kind of certain effects that make it sound like it's out on a back deck and you want the night atmos and stuff like that so you can – you feel that they're on this cosy deck at night time watching this game. But you want that warm roar coming from the, the speakers of the TV. With anything in Bluey, I just want the audience from a sound point of view – to feel like they're experiencing what the healers would be hearing. So it was just about kind of putting myself in, sitting on that couch on that deck and thinking, what would that game sound like if I'm not always listening to it, if I'm kind of talking to my son or something and it's kind of background noise. So it always had to be going and always had to be there and things always had to be happening. So you can sort of tune out the conversation and listen to the background and you can kind of hear that the game is still going because that's what happens when you watch a footy match. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of little touches in there as well that I liked. Um, the referee's whistle. My neighbour is an NRL touch umpire. Oh, wow. And I was coming home one day and he was out playing basketball with his kids and I hit him up with my recorder and said, oh, making this State of Origin app. And, you know, him and his kids are huge NRL fans. He's like, oh, hell yeah. And he runs upstairs, gets his whistle, and he blew all the proper NRL whistle calls. Oh, amazing. It's like that's little, those little touches are really important to me in terms of the sincerity of the show. I don't want to just use a stock standard whistle call. I want it to be the NRL uh, halftime call or kickoff call or penalty call. And the blues are over. So you hear little whistle blows in there, and that was my neighbour couple of streets up. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Michael. That was uh, <laughs> a nice little touch you added to it. So has that always been like a feature of your sound design work with Bluey to make it as, you know, as authentic as possible, no matter what sound you're working on? Yeah, it's something I always, um, I think it's always my first pass is I try and make it sound as authentic as possible. And um, often Joe will then come in or Rich will come in and say, yeah, yeah, but it also needs to be funny or it needs this needs to be humorous or let's depart from realism here because this will tell the story better if we do this. But I like to just include the sonic world of Brisbane as much as I can in, in the show because it's a really beautiful city we live in mm. and I live in the Gap and I can just record with my recorder out in my front yard and get these lovely atmoses. In fact, I was, I was talking to someone the other day about this is that I often run into problems because I'll just do that out in the front of my house and I'll record and I'll, I'll cut it into the show. But then the producers and the director will say, oh, no, it sounds like they're in a birdhouse. You know, what's, what, what's <laughs> right. an, like an aviary. An aviary. Yeah. Because there's, there's just too many birds and, like, it doesn't sound like the suburbs. I'm like, yeah, but that is the suburbs yeah. of Brisbane. Like, it's so wild. There's so many beautiful birds here. Mm. Um, so you have to kind of selectively edit out certain ones um, to make something real sound real yeah. on animation. On top of that sound design, you've got 
the voice of rugby league in yeah. Ray Warren. And yep. then when we cut to the rugby union um, scenes at the end of the episode, we've got the voice of rugby, uh, Gordon Bray. Um, did you get a chance to work with, you know, Ray Warren and Gordon Bray while they're recording their parts for, for this episode? No, I didn't. Um, I think Joe recorded them via just phone link. They were in, Ray was in Sydney, I think. Uh, and so I, I was just cutting the episode, doing the sound design, and I had a guide voice. I think it was Joe doing the commentator. So I was, I was trying to make the the game sound as realistic and sound as much like a game of State of Origin as possible with, as I said, the crowd sounds and the whistles and the impacts and the voices. But then very late in the piece, I suddenly got Ray Warren's commentary track and I dropped it in and, like, I still remember as soon as I put it on, it was like, oh. That's this, the sound. This is this is rugby league. This is yeah. state of origin because I've like I've grown up with this guy's voice. Yeah, he's the voice of rugby league and he's the voice of state of origin. Hang on a moment. The ref wants to check if Flogger obstructed the defender what? on the way through. Huh? Well, there you go. No try. Everything else I'd done, sound design wise, for the game was just a tiny embellishment. Like you could have just had his voice alone and mm-hmm. it would have carried. Uh, and that was like for someone who's as Passionate a rugby league fan and state of origin, as nostalgic as this game is, as much as it means to me, hearing Ray Warren's voice on it, it's like, that was really special. Yeah. Suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on a, a big show like Bluey. Yeah. That's a guy like Ray Warren would do a yeah. voice on it and it sounds <laughs> just amazing. It's well, you talk incredible. about making it sound like what an actual game sounds like. That's the sound is you it? have you to have him, yeah. right? Like yeah. you can't have someone impersonating no. him. If you want it to sound like Origin, you've got, you know, everyone in Queensland and New South Wales will watch this episode, including the the State of Origin players. Well, I think Queensland yeah. had a preview, didn't they? Yeah, watching it. And if it's not Ray Warren, it doesn't sound like Origin. Yeah. And JT's in there as well, but well, I unfortunately had to bury him a little bit under dialogue, which I apologise profusely. Do you know what? I, I missed him. I missed him on the first time around when I watched it and saw it in the credits. I was like, oh. <laughs> Where's JT? And then went back and, oh, there he is, there he is. Got the ball back to Thurston. Thurston scores. Jonathan Thurston. I think he's only got like one line and it's close to the start, but it's buried under some dialogue. And I wanted to feature it more, but it's, you got to, the story is the main thing. Was someone like Jonathan Thurston a bit of a, you know, a voice bucket list um, that you'd wanted to get on the show? I'm not sure personally. I don't have much sort of say in, in who voices things. Um, I think we'd always talked about it. Like he's got such a great voice and yeah. it's so iconically Queensland and yeah. his laugh is infectious. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, amazing to actually have gotten him on this episode as a commentator as his real life kind of role. So looking back on the three seasons that you've worked on on the show, do you reckon this is up there with one of the best? Like mm. is it one of your favourites personally? It's just gotten better and better. Like season two was so strong. Um, but season three, in my opinion, is could well be the strongest season. It's certainly like I've found my favourite episodes of all time are in season three. Mm. Um, like Facey Talk. I just I love that one. I just love Facey Talk. Yeah. It's just such a great episode. Sorry, Dad. Muffin. Yes. Time, time out. out. Okay. Fairy Tales, probably one of my favourite episodes of all time. You can't skid stripe. Yes, I can. No, you can't. And Mum wants you. Huh? Made you look, you dirty chook. Ha ha! Suffer! 
<gasps> and just so, like ragdolls, brilliant ragdolls, just a lot of fun. Just keep walking, Wendy. This doesn't concern you. It does now. Come on, girls. Hey, Wendy, watch the hands. Like there's so many really strong episodes. Stickbird, which everyone saw a few weeks ago, is just beautiful. But Relax is probably one of my favourite episodes because it's just, it's so much fun. The toilet's got a ribbon. Maybe it won a prize. Yeah, the best toilet in the world. And it's like any holiday you go on with your kids, that's what happens. They just go crazy checking out this new apartment. But Dragon, I, like I love Dragon. It's probably one of my favourite episodes. And from a sound design point of view, it was so much fun to work on. I know we're talking about The Decider, but was that a real different one to work on, given that, I guess... The only other one we sort of comes close to that episode is um, Escape. Yeah. Where it's kind of the world of the kids' yeah. drawings. Was that a real different one to work on? Like could you sort of go to town with that one a bit more than you normally would? Yeah, totally. Um, well, it's a departure from the the real world of Bluey. So you can suddenly be a lot more creative and use a lot more sort of effects that you wouldn't, you can't use in the show normally. And it was everything I've grown up with. It's like fantasy and it's dragons and <laughs> motorbikes. Um, so it was a lot of fun and it was, it, was, it was kind of a lot of back and forth with Joe and Rich trying to find the balance between medieval kind of storytelling and sound design and humour and not freaking kids out by having a scary dragon or something and making the dragon sound like a dragon but also kind of comic and humorous. Um yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, and it's just such a big episode. And it's, it was uh, for a sound designer to work on, a, on an episode like that on this beloved show. It's, it's a pretty nice little thing. Just before we let you go, I got to ask you about the school prediction because my eyes, when we sort of panned back from like the big sheet <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. on the on the wall, it looked awfully like twenty two twelve. Yeah. And for people who know the score of the decider last year in game three was twenty two twelve to Queensland. Yeah. How I love does that. The, how does this happen? Was that, that actually twenty two twelve? How does this happen? Because it was a decider and Queensland won and the points the score looked the same. Uh let's just call that the magic of the universe, I think. The magic of the blue verse. The the Queensland state of origin myth yeah, continuing yeah. in cartoon form. Thank you so much for coming and having a chat, Tim. Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks, mate. Cheers. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane.